Welcome everyone to the latest edition of Sticks and Kicks, where after 11 years of pain, suffering, bad management, and broken dreams have come to an end. The Valley's team is currently holds the top spot in the entire NBA and is headed back to the playoffs. On top of that, the biggest week of the NFL offseason has come and gone, and the stars of tomorrow found where their jersey will begin on the big stage of the greats. Find out how our teams were reshaped right now. I am your host, Daniel Rona, and with me is my roundtable of sports degenerates here to entertain, inform, inspire, and tell you everything you need to know within the next two hours. Man to my left, from Tempe, Arizona, Mr. Jeremy Griffin! Oh, man, with an intro like that, how can you not be pumped? How can you not be excited? If you're a fan of Valley Sports and you're paying attention, then you see that everybody in this has a chance. They're trying to get it done, and we're trying to bring you the information. But ladies and gentlemen, something else went on. Something else went on, and no one really, no one really said. The draft, baby! The draft! And we'll go ahead and talk about it. Not only me, not only Danny, but one of our special guests, the returning favorite, Everybody loves him. Max Powers. What's going on, man? Thank you, baby. Hey, I'm happy to be here. Yes, sir. It's a great fucking day, and uh, I'm happy to be here, man. Let's do it. Let's go. Danny, Jeremy, Max, going to bring you all Arizona sports news and more here today on Sticks and Kicks. All right, and just like that, we have kicked kicked this thing off. Coming at you remotely today, we got uh, out here from Tempe, Arizona, where my man currently lives right here, Jeremy. Hey, and uh, yeah, first yeah, of all, yeah, yeah. witness protection. Man. I didn't say which street you're on. <laughs> but hey, hey, just don't tell him I live off a mill, all right? Just don't let him know. I, I don't tell him about the third window on the left, he lives okay? Off of mill. Just don't let him know about the secret night. That, that sort of silent, silent brag, I'm, I'm right off mill. Ah, I'm, I'm right here where the action happens. That's Mill, that's Mill Avenue. <laughs> oh, man. my goodness. Hey, man. Hey, good to have you back, guys. We I know last week we kind of skipped. We got a lot of information to give to, but how you guys been? Max, welcome back, man. How you been? Thank you, man. I've been, I well, you know what? I, I've been great personally. Uh, I've been stressing my Packers. You know, there's a lot of drama going on, but uh, you know what? I, I, I just love sports. I am intoxicated by sports and uh just to be here talking about it with y'all and uh is it's just it's just amazing so yeah I, i'm gonna say i've been great danny how the fuck have you been i've been amazing right here especially because my arizona teams have going been going off lately and uh this friday not only did the rising come back but like the whole team's like cleared the table they ran the table right there complete wins before we get into that right now jeremy everything was fantastic Exactly. <laughs> On that happy note, we're gonna go ahead and uh, head into this Phoenix Rising. Let's talk about happy in. stuff. Come on, let's be. Uh, come on, bro. You don't sound happy. Was it? Was it the intro I gave you? Because you don't sound happy. Look, man, I'm gonna go ahead and set the stage for you. Brand new stadium. Yes, sir. Same team. Different outlook. Different attitude. Opening day. 
Front of fans? How many was there? It was about 50% capacity, so I would say there was about 5,000 people crammed into that new arena there at uh, Talking... I always say Talking Street. And the way it is. <laughs> no, it is, it is at uh, Wild Horse Pass. And uh, no, the, the, the stadium, absolutely beautiful. We, we got some pictures up right now on social media. Uh, bro, just having the people there made such a difference, even pregame. Going in, we saw the preseason that the Phoenix Rising had. They were not having good results. They were losing against teams that we should have obliterated, you know, if, if the Phoenix Rising were at the level we thought they were. And all of this was happening with the presumptive starting lineup. So it wasn't like we were just rolling out 100% academy kids 24-7. So it's, it, 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 and it's not like we were going off with players that we didn't know. It was essentially what we were going to come up with opening day, and they were not proving that they were the better team on any of the games unless it was like bench versus bench, which I will give the rising that. They are one of the deepest benches. They proved that against the switchbacks. But the starters, those are the ones that have to come up, and those are the ones that have to get those big scores right there. They erased all those doubts after opening night, so that just – 100% separates what is the preseason of what is the regular season. We have trusted the coach so far. And you know what? Rick Chance has not let us down. We're going to keep moving forward. Nope, nope, nope. I, I, I don't want you to stop. I don't want you to stop. I want you, if it's cool with you, go ahead. You were there. You watched them do what they did, which, I mean, let's be honest about it. I mean, Vegas didn't think they were going to do it. Opening day. Walk us through, spoiler alert, ladies and gentlemen, it was a win. Opening day, Phoenix rising against, uh, would you call them a rival? Or would you just, would you just, uh, what would you call it, Danny? I think after what happened, after the events of last season, how it ended, I think 100% this is the rival, and this is probably the most important rival that Phoenix Rising has in this 2021 season. Um, th- this was the nail that got just stabbed in the back of Phoenix Rising fans and one they had to deal with uh, because of everything that got put out, you know, in, in, in national news and media. Some things taken out of context, some things to, like being, being dead on. We'll never know 100% the real truth, but Phoenix Rising was made out to be the villains of the entire situation. So to have that against the loyal and opening up against them day one of not only the season, but of the stadium. This is the first official game at the stadium that we had. This definitely put them up there right above all of other, uh, other rivals that we've had, like, uh, you know, orange County, like new Mexico, like Las Vegas, that those teams that try to step up and try to be the rival, trying to use the Phoenix rising name in order to make a name for themselves. Like they were going to be the victims and all this, like, no, None of this happened with them except when it came down to San Diego. That is something that we just, uh, we, we could not slip. So we had to face the music, and Phoenix Rising did. To their credit, management, teams, ownership, everyone stood up and 100, 100% backed the LGBTQ community. We have done several outreach programs. We have done several things. After that opening game, the PGFFL had their championship game, and that's the Phoenix Gay 
flag football league here in Arizona had their championship game right there. So I think all of that more. And from what I heard, that was actually a good game. It was a fantastic game. And you know, I was there taking pictures. I had, I was able to capture the moments in the, in that championship game. We're going to op- upload them on our social media. And that's 100%. Uh, if you guys haven't seen these guys play, they are amazing. But so going, all, all going from all that, going from all that, the Phoenix rising with uh, the history that they have against Len Donovan and his team, I mean, that 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 seemed like it brought a lot of, I guess the word I want to use, animosity or uh, or or revenge. In, what, in, would you, a, what would you call it? I think that's what it was on the field. It can't be said on air. It can't be said on social media. It's one of those things that kind of lie. Be, I know it. You know it. We're going against each other, and we know what's on the line. You feel it. Yeah. It's, it's just a and, feeling, and, and, right? And yeah, it was definitely a very, very physical game. But what I liked about it is that they shut the doors on all of the the pessimists. Did you feel Wait. the uh did you feel the intensity of the uh of that situation? Because let's be honest about it, that situation has lingered in, in Arizona community for a while. In going into that game, you know, against against them, did you did you feel that uh Animosity, in in, in and, the animosity, yes. Not not all of the like overflow feelings that we had after that uh, after that season after the way that it closed out. We did not have that kind of overflow because, like I like I said, with what the team has done, with the steps that they've taken, they more than made that uh, they've made up for it. Well, and, made uh, up made up for something that is allegedly true. Or exactly. Untrue. Let's be honest about e- that. Exactly. So, uh, but uh, out, of, out of all those things, like, that got left in the past. Yeah. What was important was starting on the right foot. And in most cases, in Phoenix Rising fans, if we would have gotten away with a tie, that would have been good enough for us because of the way they performed in the preseason and because of the way that the loyal were coming in, especially with a brand-new forward, uh, Herzog, that has openly stated that he hates the Phoenix Rising, especially after we eliminated him last year while he was still playing with Reno before we got to that. So there was de- de- so there was definitely emotion into this game. Correct? 100%. Okay, so this was more than just wanting to kick it off on the right foot. This was wanting to beat them specifically. That was how I took it. That was how I and a lot and of that's people And that's all we're asking. And you know, 100%. And I feel that that's how a lot of people were feeling at the time, even though it's not okay to say it out loud but we know there was 100% animosity against the loyal and like I said we would have been happy with the tie especially after the preseason results but coming away with the victory that they hey, did, hey, 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 no 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 the ass whooping the ass say it say, Danny they just do me that favor they went ahead and say it on the air demolished say ass whooping on the air baby the as there we go. <laughs> In the immortal words of the great Stone Cold Steve Austin, they opened a can of whoop ass Woo! and stomped it dry. And you guys went ahead and took care of business. And let's be honest about it. It's not just that it was Landon Donovan's team. It was the first game of the season, baby. And first it's always the- good to start off early 1-0. and Danny, what do you think about the schedule coming up? Coming up against the Phoenix Rising after this win, I have full confidence in them going up against the Oakland Roots this next week coming up. Once again at home, so once again that capacity crowd will have capacity with what we're allowing into the stadium. 
But that was enough for them 5, to like. 5,000, I believe? They uh, More or less. Five, okay, five, oh, more or less 5,000. For them to go ahead and like motivate this team because the supporter groups were out there in full force. They're going to be there every game. You know, we got the Bandidos out there. We got the brand new Union 602 out there chanting away, drumming away. This is an experience. And for those of you who have never been to a football match, and uh, for those Americans out there, a soccer game, <laughs> you guys owe it to yourself to go out there. It's nothing like NBA. It's nothing like the MLB. You go over there and you feel the energy of the supporter group, 90 minutes. You know damn well, Danny. You know what you... I, ladies and gentlemen, I've never in my life thought about going to a, a, a soccer game until uh, my buddy Danny introduced me to something cool. It was actually very cool. They call it Dollar Beer Night. It was amazing. <laughs> it was one of the greatest experiences of my life. Yes, granted, the lines were long, but you can order six at a time. I'm sorry. You said Dollar Beer Night? 99 one, cents, one 12 beer, ounces, baby. Yes, sir. One beer, one dollar. 99 what cents? What day is this? Uh, I guess they Magnificent. were. Magnificent. They no, were okay. Wednesdays, right? They, they, they were Wednesdays? They, no, no, no. They were on Fridays whenever they had a Friday game right here. Unfortunately, we have not have one scheduled for this year, and part of it has to do with well, hold on, where hold on, the no, stadium no. You guys, is. You guys are going way too far with that. All right, the dollar beer was awesome. You guys are letting you guys the, are the, missing my point. The dollar beer was dope, but bro, if the greatest experience of my life, one of one of my, I'm not gonna lie, bro, is sitting with the fanatics. That's, being that's a, a, supporter a section, being a part of the supporter section, like having a, you are recognized by security. You're recognized by vendors. They know you. Why? Because all you do is come out and support your team. And I'm not going to lie, ladies and gentlemen, if you ever get a chance to sit in the supporter section, you might not want to do it because I'm telling you, you're not going to want to go back to that regular life. You're we, we, not going to want to go back to sitting in the bro. Yep. These guys pop flares. These guys flags, drums. It's one of the loudest and most craziest and fantastic experiences I've ever had in my life. Can you uh, get a, 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 a seat in this area um, if you ask, can you ask yes, for sir. a seat in this area? So I don't know how it works. I, 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 I big flex, big flex. My boy Danny, my <laughs> boy Danny was a part of uh, the supporter section. He was a part of one of the groups that uh, got it done, and uh, I'll let Danny go in and touch on it. How but did hey, you do it, Danny? It's a great experience, isn't it? Yeah, like you said, that's how I became a part of the Phoenix Rising family, which being able to uh, to be a part of the Red Fury right now, we, we're not too sure of what the Red Fury is going to be like this year, if it is going to come back. But you know what? Uh, just for, for, for those of you guys listening right now, I have a Red Fury uh, band on my hand right now on my wrist. I confirm it. it. He does have a Red Fury band that he rarely ever takes off. I don't think I've ever it seen is, him with it. It has never come off after he, after he came on, after we first got it, because those are the people, like you said, Jeremy, that embrace you, that, that give you that energy, that invite you into their family, and it, it becomes a family. And that's what it is. Sadly, it kind of broke up this year. We don't know if it'll survive. That's where Union 602 came from. Uh, great, great people. Uh, I had a few interviews with them over the past weekend. 
They are a fantastic group with a fantastic message that we will be 100% happy with to share in our uh, fanatism, if that's what it could be called. We'll go in and follow right them and see what's going on. And uh, so, so them, along with the Banditos that did their thing 100%, I was sitting clear across the other side of the Banditos in the second half. With uh, with, with uh, while I was taking pictures on the field, and you can hear them singing, chanting, doing everything that they do clear across. It is a stadium wide thing, and this is not a bowl, this is not a dome, this is not like something covered where the sound stays inside. No, this is sound in the great outdoors, and you can still hear them. So, once again, guys, you can get a season, uh, a season ticket or even single games in the supporters section. The south end of the Phoenix Rising Stadium. If you guys haven't checked it out, you owe it to yourselves to get at it and support this team, which is undefeated in their first in the brand new stadium. All right, Danny, go ahead and uh, read off the next uh, three games. You said the first game, and then we'll read off the next two games. And so we'll- again, the 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 next game is against the Oakland Roots, and uh, after that, we have a game very interesting against the Tampa Bay Rowdies. The Tampa Bay team that we were supposed to face for the USL Championship. I'm not talking about Western or Eastern Conference. I'm talking about the nation, baby. We had that game in the in the fucking bag. But new of uh, the Tampa Bay Rowdies did not take care of themselves. Had a few positive COVID tests. The game was called off. Some of our supporters were in Florida waiting for that game to pop off. Never happened. So that is going to be a very interesting game. And then, of course, coming back on May 22nd, the game against Las Vegas, one of the teams that came on and tried to make themselves our rival, try to make a name at our expense. Are you serious, Las Vegas? You are absolutely nothing. Your team is nothing. Your ownership is nothing. Your stadium is nothing. You had to drop dollar bills off a helicopter onto the field just to get the goddamn people to your stadium. It is not going to happen. You are a shitty organization. You're a shitty team, and we're going to go all over you. That is what I have to say. I fucking love that ending because, honestly, let's go ahead and see how it goes for the next two games. Ladies and gentlemen, that was what happened against the last team, and then we just went ahead and gave you the last three games that's going to happen. Danny, record, real quick. Three games. Oakland, Tampa Bay, Las Vegas. We're going to end that trip. Uh, We're going to end that series 4-0. 4 0, baby? It's a win on all those games. All 100%. right. 100%. Max, I know you don't watch much soccer, but uh, listening to everything, what do you got? I'm going to say 3 and 1. I like it. Just to be that guy. It's okay to be that guy. I, um, I'm going to go ahead and say 3 and 1 as well. I know, I know, I know, uh, I know Oakland and uh, Las Vegas. I, I, I want to believe that that's going to be easy. But Tampa Bay is the one that's uh that that I've been looking at because the way Tampa Bay played last year is I mean they're not the Eastern Conference champions for no reason so one hundred percent understandable mm-hmm. and uh, just me seeing what we saw last year and seeing what we saw on Friday night that energy I think we're gonna run all over them and I want to go ahead and just touch on this real quick ladies and gentlemen I just want to go ahead and give a special shout out to uh, my buddy Danny. Because I would not have known that information two years ago. I would, would, would who? Would FC, what does FC mean, sir? <laughs> I would not have that known. So shout out to my buddy Danny for putting me on uh, soccer intelligence and uh, showing me interest. He, he, he went ahead and uh, 
pass me the ball and I shit, I dribbled it myself. Internet, uh, you know, FIFA, you know how it goes. I went ahead and paid attention, and that's how I learned. Ladies and gentlemen. And now uh, we're going to go ahead and move on because that was the game on Friday. And on Friday was a very special day for Arizona sports because they went 4-0. Not only did the Phoenix Rising win that game, the Coyotes, the D-backs, and the Suns all went ahead and picked up victories. We went 4-0 across the valley. I just want to say that uh, for the Arizona Coyotes, just to touch on this real quick, uh, we won against Friday 3-0 against the Vegas Golden Knights, a victory against the division rival. We are still alive in the playoffs because of this victory. Last night, we took a 3-2 loss. It was a loss in overtime. Ended up picking up a point right there. But it's all about that first period that the, the, that the uh, Coyotes just do not come out game ready. I don't know if it's the preparation. I don't know that if, if it's the training. I don't know what's going on. But if we were to play with second and third period intensity in the first, I think we could have a very, very good record. I think we could still make the play. Technically, we're not eliminated yet. It's going to take a, a, a Hail Mary. It is going to take, you know scoreboard watching it and most importantly it is gonna take intensity from the guys that is 100 what we need i'm done asking them to fire talk it uh that we're obviously gonna stick with them until the end of the season it's we're it's gonna, now or never right it, it, it's, it's, it's yeah. just like right it's now, gonna happen it's gonna happen if you're gonna but do it's it not, yeah we need to run the table hey, hey, hey. if you're gonna fire talk it do it other than that focus on getting in because you guys are still available you guys are still alive and at one point we, we talked about it. Uh, to, uh, we apologize, ladies and gentlemen. We didn't miss a lot of sports, and we want to apologize to you guys. You know, we, we, we weren't supposed to miss that last episode, but unfortunately it happened. But we did miss a lot, and uh, no, hey, they were in the playoffs. So right right now, that's where, that's where we're still borderline. So you know what? If they run the table to the end of the season, I believe there's still five, six games left. Well, we'll go ahead and see what happens, bro. They went if- ahead and win the Knights game on Friday. And then I don't do they play tonight? I'm not I'm not sure, Danny. Are you? Uh, do you know about that, ladies and gentlemen? Why we go ahead and uh, bring that information up? I um want to just go ahead and said I hey they diamond uh the Coyotes are looking fantastic. They have uh, Kemper. Uh, I I don't remember if you saw, but um Ekman Larson has been just bro. He's been playing extremely well. It has been uh, been playing well, not as not as big as you would expect from your captain. That is my only issue with that. Were he an ordinary player, he has gone above and beyond. He has he has done the things he has to do, but as captain, you expect more of him. I I, I think he can. I I know more his, than above and beyond. Well, I, see, and that and that's what I said. Above and beyond levels is. I don't think that his uh his numbers speak that volume. But I think his um, his play on the ice definitely shows that they follow his lead. Well, I mean they're good. They're definitely going to need it because, like I said, they need to run this this uh, this gauntlet this this past few. Uh, Tell us the games. games to try to go ahead and get it. Uh, it starts with tomorrow Monday that they play against the uh, the L.A. Kings. So an, another good matchup, another good uh, another good division matchup to, to kind of test where they are in the standings, you know, as they try to make make their way into the playoffs, try to sneak their way in. Another game on Wednesday against them, and then closing out this week on Friday at San Jose, see what they can do there. Uh, they're going to play back-to-back uh, Friday and Saturday against them. These are all winnable games with what they've shown us through the team. The one thing that I've said about the, the Coyotes is that 
they can't decide whether they are a good or a bad team. Sometimes they come out looking like all-stars. They come out as a team. They come out and they convert on power plays. They defend. They do what they need to do. And other times they're completely out of the blue. They get stormed out. They get shut out. And there's absolutely inconsistent. There's no telling what team you're going to get. They prove that they have the talent. But like you said, it is the consistency that we are missing right there. And, yeah, no, I totally agree with that. And that's what I was trying to say. I mean, as much as we we always go back to this, as much as we want to hate on Rick Tockett, he has this team in the hunt. And, I mean, what more do you want? Because even speaking to you without Rick Tockett, you didn't – you didn't really believe that the talent on this team was enough to get it done. But it looks like they're getting they're very close to getting it done. Here's the thing, and it may sound extremely pessimistic and it may sound like I'm just out for him. But yes, right now Rick Tockett has them in the hunt with the windows that they've shown. But it's not enough for you. No, no, with the windows that they've shown this season, a better coach. Wouldn't have them in the hunt. He'd have them in the playoffs. So, so what you're saying? So, what you're saying that Rick Tockett is still a bad coach, but he's dealing with a better team than you thought. Yes, one hundred percent. So, you were wrong about the talent on this team. Yes, I thought that they would do a lot less than what they did, and I will admit to that. Okay, I thought this was going to be a throwaway season. I did not expect. That's all I'm asking. That's all I'm. Yep. Asking. Yeah, you admitting that the talent on this team is way better than you thought. One hundred percent. And I, and you believe that they're just not being managed well. Yep, I believe with what they have, with what the the, the players have shown, yep. a better coach would have them in the. And playoffs. we get in. We we talk about this every time. Would you fire Rick Tockett after the season, playoffs or not? 100%. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. He's gone? He's gone. That, uh, that, that's, that's beautiful. I love that. Thank you that, for that, that answer. That is, that is still one of them because, yeah. And that there, speaks there, a lot. There are teams in all sports where you say this is the player's fault because management and coaching did everything to put them in the best scenario. Like, no. This is a group of guys that have scratched, clawed, prayed their way into this small window in spite of their coaching and managing and everything that's been going on backstage. All right, well, shit. I mean, what do you think about the schedule coming up? I mean, coming up, two games against the Kings, two games against the Sharks this week. If they are serious, they need to run the table. And me being an optimist, they can they have the talent. They have the players to do so. What four wins can get us right here? Imagine eight points to put us above the Blues. How I hard know. is it to run the table in that? It is damn near impossible. Like, it, like yeah. it's, we, it's hard. We, we, we talk about baseball and how hard it is to sweep a series. Like, no matter how good or how, ba- how bad a team is, you can always get one win away from a series. That is how I feel they're going in right here, and we are asking Let's them be honest about to it. sweep. It's, it's hard. It's hard to go four and zero in, in the NBA. It's hard to go yeah. four and zero. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. in all sports, hey, in all sports, I don't care what anybody says. Playing the same opponent back to back is hard, unless 
they don't develop. Yep. Bro, if you don't yeah. know how to develop playing a team twice back to back. Yeah, you're going to lose every time. No, no, no. Then you don't know how to develop, period. You know 100%. what I'm saying? Yeah, like, bro, I mean, if I play Danny 30 times and 28 out of 30 times, he hit me with a, with a, with a back down fade. And then on the last two times. That was my go-to moves. So. Right, exactly. Hey, <laughs> uh, I did. You know what? I'm not going to lie. The reason why I said that is because I, I kind of feel like you played power forward center. <laughs> you know what? Maybe quite, a little small forward. Quite the opposite. Because you're kind of like, short. I, no, no. I, I spent as far away from the rim as possible. What? My entire thing. My thing was the Jared Dudley three in the corner. That was me 100%. My entire back basketball career was... Being Jared Dudley in the corner, waiting hey, for people some... love Jared. Jared Dudley is bro. A I have stud. his shirt at home. I have his yeah. shirt at home. That yeah. was one of my favorite sons of all time. Yeah. I fucking love Jared Dudley. And you know what? I'm glad. Even though he was with the Lakers, I'm glad he got his ring. I'm I'm glad. Me it too. I I, I want to agree. With I that. hated Jared Dudley <laughs> until Explain until yourself, sir. I just thought he was a terrible player. He he didn't really have good defense. He really didn't have a. He did not he, bring a lot to the. He table. didn't bring anything to the table. But <laughs> but 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 but, but no, he no. hit it when it mattered. What well, no, no, I said I hated. I, was I wouldn't even go. I wouldn't even go that far. I remember game. Okay. No, you have a microphone. You gotta speak into it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I I just remember games. He that uh, you know where he he'd hit the uh, game winner and and and. I think he's just a guy who 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 was just a clutch player. I would no wow. no no. I, I, you know I'm gonna go opposite wow. of you, Max. I don't think that guy has ever hit a game winner in his life. I think that what he hit was the wide open threes in the middle of a second quarter. Just wow, Garbage bro. Time. All right, just wow, just wow. That's all I got for that, Max. I love you. I love you, and Max. Say it on air. You know I love you, right? I know. Okay, you know I love you, right? <laughs> I know. All right, good, because you talk some bullshit right now. <laughs> what the fuck you saying? Hey. Maybe he didn't win any, Jerry any Dudley game was. I, I, I didn't like Jared Dudley. Just I, I just wasn't really a fan. I just All right, so this is what I have. It's like, look, I was spoiled with the Suns. I've had three and D guys. I've had James Jones. I've had Quentin Richardson, Joe Johnson. You know, I'm like, I've had guys. Jared Dudley is nowhere near anywhere of that type of caliber. Jared Dudley, I don't know. He kind of just existed, man. Hey, I, look, I, I the only don't. Would you rather have him as a teammate for Steve Nash or Jason Richardson? Jason Richardson, 1,000%. Wow. I know. Do you hate Steve Nash? No! Hey, hey, hey. After he joined the Nets a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> well, but that 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 might be saying well, something. Who opened about the, who opened the doors for him to do that though? Do you do you not believe one hundred percent if the Suns would have opened the doors for him? His wife. Oh, no! oh damn. damn. Wow. I never expected to meet Ooh, Steve Nash anyway. What? It's fine. Whatever. Damn. Wow. I know. I said it. Bro. I said it. I said it. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening. I have nothing available to even catch. If you're listening and you know the rumor, I've oh never been it's never been proven true, but if you know the rumor, then you know exactly where we're going with this and 
You understand Danny's Bro, ouch. So wow. guess what? I've never really been a fan of Jared Dudley until his idea, until I, I found out that he was a part of the uh, Players Association and that he was one of the main guys that um, not only pushed for, but orchestrated the bubble in the NBA. Wait, so he he's uh, he's got like a uh, managerial voice in that exactly? No, 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 oh. no. Yeah, in in the in the entire NBA, yes, sir. Just like hey, Chris Paul is the president of the uh, oh. Players Association. Just to give you a little a little like insight, it's okay. not just it's not right. It's right. not a uh, abnormal to have a player part of the uh, association. Because, okay. mind you, they're the ones that are going through it. So those are the ones that are trying to push for, you know, the, the equality and stuff like that between right. between players and, uh, you know, managers and GMs and stuff like that. And owners, obviously. So, yeah, yeah no, I, I wasn't a fan of Jared Dudley's play, but I'm definitely a fan of his mind. I think, uh, I think he belongs in the NBA. I think he's a smart man. And uh, yeah, no, I think I think he's gonna help this league progress. You think he could be a coach? Hell no. Really, I was about to say the complete opposite. I nope. think he has the mind I, 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 to I, be I, able no. to do like. A- I think bigger. I think bigger than that. I think like basketball operations. Like no, oh, no, for, for the whole like league. Executive. Yeah, for the league. Okay. Yeah, no, no, so, no. So no. you're on the same mind as me. Like his mind is fantastic. Exactly. Yeah, that, that, and that's kind of what I. That, and that's what I was trying to tell you. Like, yes, I'm a hater of his play. He can go ahead and do it, you know, but you know what? That dude is fucking a genius, and he understands the game. He understands what needs to be done, and he understands how to elevate this game. You know, so when, 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 we upload, mind, yes. when we upload this episode, I'm going to tag him on him on Twitter because he is notorious for, like, searching himself on that Twitter. That would be awesome. To see who, tag him. who would go. Who would hey, go hey, to, hey, 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 Jared Dudley, hey. Much Maybe one day Arizona. I would love to have you on the show, bro, and I would love to argue my point with you. Yes, sir. Because I, I just want you, I respect you as a man. I just don't think your game was really that hot. <laughs> the Arizona Diamondbacks are starting to make a random ass bro, push right now. I'm glad you brought that up because as we speak, Jason Vo just hit a uh, a double here in the bottom of the eighth inning to put it up six to two, six to four against the Rockies. Also oh, uh, a double with an RBI. Yeah, so so two RBIs right there to oh, break that deadline. Oh, two ribbies. So Love them. As we're going right now, the Diamondbacks have taken the lead, bottom of the eighth, and uh, so things are looking good. And just like you said right now, for the Diamondbacks, who are currently sitting fourth in the NL West. That's one thing I want to get into. I, bro, I was a hate member. You asked me a, a couple episodes. What do you think about Diamondbacks? I said, what I say? They're gonna suck. They are gonna. Like, they are me, gonna suck. I was, I would be happy if we would have finished the season at the start of it. I said a 500 season is a success. That's hey, you told me it is a success. You right sat now. there and told me and, that uh, hey, they were gonna be all right. And you know what? I said no. I don't think you know. Hey, they are currently sitting fourth in the National League. Yep. At a 14th and 13 record. And Madison Just, Bumgarner has shown improvement. He is Danny, go ahead and get into it. Right there. First of all, we didn't talk about this last week. Let's but start now, about it. Start with whole it. Controversy. Start with it. Pitching in a double, uh, a double header, seven inning game, bro. You go out and you get twenty one outs, no hitter, 
through seven innings and not make it official, bro. That is something that a pitcher has on his wish list since he's five years old at home. Hey, it may not be official, but we saw it. Hey. It is not our fault that the game was only seven innings. It wasn't. Hey, hey, that, that, that wasn't the start. I think it was the game before that, I believe, where I think he pitched uh, five innings. He had, uh, I think, three strikeouts and only uh, one hit. I and think he, it was. He was able to hold. He was able to. Yeah, I, exactly. I, I exactly. That. He that pitched five. Exactly. And then, and then this game, I I don't want to say solidified because it was game two, but hey, it no, it was game two of his improvement. But a no hitter is a fucking no hitter, man. Yep. It doesn't matter how many innings, right there. And uh, I, for the longest time, tried to defend. What the decision was, the no hitter has to be nine innings. And here's my so now, hey, 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 but but I want to say though, you see why I'm a traditionalist though. No, yeah, 100%. because a nine inning game that's what solidify right. But now here's the thing though, it takes like with something like this, it is more than just stats and more than just points. It is what uh, the pitcher has to go through because you, as a baseball player, if if uh, if you see the same pitcher. For a second, third, fourth at bat, you start to get his movements. That is why a no-hitter is no hard. You can get a no-hitter through six innings, go through the lineup twice, and be okay. But that third time that guy comes up to bat, he's got your number. He knows where you're going to throw at him. That is why inning six, seven, eight, nine, those are the ones that are important. Eight and nine are when most no-hitters are broken up. Bro, I've played baseball for eight years of my life. I've faced a pitcher at least I only play it was a it was a rec league and uh base you know a, a junior high so we didn't we didn't do the whole nine we did seven innings and stuff like that because it was junior high rec league um bro I faced pitchers at least three four times a bat and uh you know what a guy likes you know where a guy like yep. bro if I mean if you're facing a decent pitcher they have an they have an area where they yep. like to face, and this is kind of what I'd say all the time. And I, Danny, I know you heard me say it, Max. I know you heard me say it down times, bro. This is chess, not checkers, bro. Anybody in checkers can move left or right, but in chess, it's it's always a guy who's moving that knows where you're gonna move next. Yep, you gotta think three. You four, gotta five, think three, six, four, seven, five, six, seven hits ahead. ahead, bro. And you understand. That's what I'm saying. It's the Diamondbacks have surprised everybody. One thing I I did want to apologize about. I think I said it last episode, but I don't remember. So I'm gonna go ahead and apologize again. Um, Tim Widener has been balling out, and I I uh, I credited him with getting a blowout loss. But no, I was wrong. He didn't even, he didn't even pitch that game. Yep. He pitched the very next game and he actually won that game. And then he did lose. But he lost against uh Patrick Corbin. Was it right? Was it Patrick Corbin? Yeah, that, that eight that eight inning eight Yeah, inning. Well, they, they 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 both like I I, th- I think nobody scored till the eighth inning. No, that uh Max Scherzer pitched that game. Ah, okay, so it was, hey, you know what? Still a great fucking pitcher. Yep. Just wrong team. I apologize. Yeah, yep. no. Max Serger is a great fucking pitcher. One of the best. And, bro, they went ahead and took him, I believe it was seven, eight innings, 
And he unfortunately, you know, he gave up a he gave up a hit, uh, gave up a run, and I believe it was eight. But you in know those what? Those late innings, he balled out. He balled out. And hey, in this type and day and age where you are asking your pitchers to add, to average a ninety five mile per hour fastball, which hey, back in the day was fucking unheard of. You were an all star. You can reach 95, you're an all-star. You know what? Can I ask you guys something? Uh, just randomly, this is a random thought, random question on the spot. Okay. Would Randy Johnson still be considered top of the top of the top in today's league? Yes. 100%. All right, cool. I'm glad I'm yeah, glad, I'm glad. glad we all agree on that. More, more, no more than just that deadly curveball that he had is just his longevity, that he could okay. go into the eighth. He can go into but the But that's what I'm asking. Do you think he would still be able to do that in this league? Yes. With the hitters and stuff? Yes. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. so he, hey, he's a great hands down, right? 100%. He's an all time great generation of talent. Fame. I yeah. love it. Moving on. That no is fight. Why he's a- hey, right, no so fight. Just- <laughs> no fight. I love it. No, uh, no fight. <laughs> just, uh, just to close this out right here in the next coming weeks, we got the Dimebacks taking up the Marlins right now. Currently, you know, another update. We are currently up eight to four in this inning, in this game against the Rockies, bottom of the eighth. So, Hopefully, we'll be able to pull off that, pull us up to 15 wins. Going into the uh, series against the Marlins and uh, well, in Florida, then visiting your New York Mets. So, uh, it's going to hey. be a very interesting week right here. You better hope he's not pitching. We're going to see. <laughs> you better hope he's not pitching. Danny, who's the best pitcher in baseball? DeGrom. Max, who's the best pitcher in baseball? I got to say Scherzer. Ooh. Okay. Hey, you know what's crazy? Just because his name is Max. No, you know what's crazy? It's really hard to argue it with is, that, bro. But is. honestly, I'm going to go have the Matt DeGrom, baby. All right. Now, that's here, my here's guy. The thing, though. He may be a great pitcher, but where's that run support? And that's kind of where, where we have been uh, stagnant. Lately, La- the, lately no, the, the last game, up, so. the last game that we had, um, I think he had eight strikeouts consecutive, and we lost 1-0. That's the thing. Red Sox. I think it was the Red Sox. So, uh, oh, yeah, no, we have to, uh, our, our hitting has to get it to bat. I, I, you, know what, you know what's crazy? Francisco Lindor, bro, get your fucking ass in the game, bro. Hey, all right, we paid you. No, he's got money. He don't need to worry about proving himself anymore. Nah, see, that's the bullshit. Well, there, ask him. I don't know. I'm not him. <laughs> but I'm saying that he's comfortable. I don't tell that to Bryce Harper. There you go. I mean, Bryce Harper. Uh, whatever. Whoa, hey, whoa, let, whoa, all right, has, look. Who, who has more commercials? <laughs> <sighs> like he said, ladies and gentlemen, Marlins, 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 Mets, Mets, Mets. We'll go ahead. Oh, wow. Marlins again. That's creepy. Yeah, we're going to visit them and they're going to visit us after we're done with the Mets. That's creepy. After that 2 and 1 series win against the Mets. Against the who? 2 and 1? 2 and 1. What you got? Lunch bet. Live right here. I am shaking my colleague's hand. I can confirm three and zero. Oh shit! The Mets go three and zero, baby. Bold. Wait, what does this mean? Like that means if we don't go three and zero, you win. Bro, I'll bet. I'll bet a house payment on that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is locked in. Go ahead and hit the lock button. Lock it in. Hit the, hit the lock button. Ka-ching. Ka-ching. Oh, hey, hey. 
Have, do we not? Uh, we don't have a lock button. That's as close as we got. John, John. Hey, the, the way my time is set up, I got to like take some time from one day and try to do some other things. Ladies and gentlemen, the Suns <laughs> have been on a roll. But before we get into the Suns, news dump. And I will go ahead and start it off because this is very disrespectful and upsetting to me. Puerto Rican up and coming, one of the best boxers to come out. Superstar Felix Veldejeo. Person of interest in his uh, pregnant mistress's murder. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll go ahead and post the link on Instagram. Um, not looking good. Let's go ahead and move on. Terrible situation that's going on right there. Hey, 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 hey. He did that shit. I'll go ahead and say, fuck it. I don't care. I'm not afraid to say it. He did that shit. 100%. And you know, we talked about it a little bit off air. He, and not only did he do that shit, he was stupid enough to try to do it in the stupidest way possible. Yep. Dude deserves spending the rest of the days behind bars. I, I know. I know we don't really touch on very um, touchy subjects and matters because we don't really want to get into it. But I think me and Danny both agree on this. And I think we both touch on this. Hey, that motherfucker did that shit. Fuck him. Yep, 100%. Tamarcus Cousins signs with the Clippers for the remainder of the season after getting a couple of, uh, what, 10-day contracts. Trying to bolster the way, trying to upgrade their game coming into the playoffs. We'll see how this pans out for them. It's funny because him and uh, Rajon Rondo have been uh, teaming up for a long time on 10 today. Sacramento Kings, Pelicans. Yeah, and now the Clippers. I, I don't know how much Ron, uh, how much Cousins gonna change the team, but you, uh, the Ray, Rajon Rondo has definitely made a difference on them. And moving on with that one, you got LeBron James coming back from injury in a loss against, uh, in, in in a losing effort. LeBron James is nursing back that injury. He's saying that his heart rate has been coming up. He's been still doing cardio. He's been still trying to keep up. And uh, trying to make his way back as the Lakers try to make their playoff push. What was that thing he said the other day? I think he said he was uh he would never be back to hundred percent, right? I, th- I think yep. that's what he said. Like I think his body will never be back to hundred percent. But um, bitch hey, at his age, bro, what more do you want? Let's be honest about it. Father time ain't no bitch, bro. He's undefeated. gonna keep getting up, bro. So let's go ahead and see what's going on with that Manchester United supporters. And this was interesting because this was today, correct? Yes, sir. This morning, Manchester United uh, supporters broke into Old Trafford, their stadium, and they stormed the pitch before the Manchester United-Liverpool game this morning, causing the game to be delayed and ultimately postponed due to safety. Uh, It became known that some of the stewards and the security were injured during all this. The supporters are demanding that the Blazer family sell the team. They are the owners and obviously not been doing a good job. Uh, the final straw that broke the camel's back was Manchester United's attempt to get into this failed European Super League. You know, this thing that has been known to no, just be No, no, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. I want to I go on and jump to it. It wasn't a fail. They did the right thing. They were in the Super League. They were already in. It was one of the teams that everybody wanted in there, not necessarily the people. But the rich folk, they wanted them in there. And you know what? Manchester backed out. 
They made it clear that they weren't going to be a part of that league. And I don't know much about soccer, but I know the rich lost. So I don't know. I don't really know what's going on there, but I, I thought it was a win for soccer. Danny, help me out. No, definitely a win for soccer. And uh, by the thing, uh, by the thing that you were talking about is that yes, that uh, they they were able to pull away in time, but it was off a sinking ship. They wanted one hundred percent to be a part of this league, this super league that just brought all the best teams together, which on paper sounds good, but really it was just a money grab. That's why we have the Champions League in the qualifying fashion, the way that we do. Some surprise teams make it every year. But in order to be, like, 100% classified, uh, qualified and 100%, like, in the league year after year, that is just a recipe for mediocrity. That is not in the best interest of world football. And I'm glad that they made the right decision to be able to block all of that out and be able to, Hold like, on, wait, 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 not wait, wait, wait. be a part of that time anymore. Time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. I thought we had a conversation this off air. And you were all for the Super League. The Super League, what, what was on paper for me? Explain it to me because I'm not gonna lie. I told, and I don't know much about soccer, but I remember having this argument with you, and I told you that hey, these teams doing this bullshit is bullshit, and you disagreed with me. So just tell me your argument. For me, I was looking at both sides of it, which was that when the teams tried to start using this brand new league, it was like hey. What is what is the problem with it? They're just playing another league on another day. We'll still play on Sunday. We'll still play in La Liga. We'll still play in Premier League. We'll still play in the you know the Italian league. All all of the teams will still have their responsibilities to their home leagues taken care of, but just earning a little extra on the side, playing this other league, the Super League, among the best of the best. So that's how I thought of it the first uh, the first time around. And you are right. Among like this, uh, this, this, you know, as new information came out, I kind of turned my way on it because why do, why it essentially breaks down to why do the rich get richer? So you, it's so, because wait, wait, so, so, so you admit you're wrong. I was wrong in the beginning. Yes, you never, you never said that on air. No, and, and uh, because well, I've never, on, the people want to hear it. I've never been wrong on air. The people want to hear it. Danny has never been wrong on air. That's not what they want to hear. That is one. There you go, one hundred percent. But ladies and gentlemen, the show is over. Thank you very much for coming. My name is Jeremy. No, all this upon upon reading, like you know what, I I did change my mind. I was wrong in the beginning, right here, and you know what, in the best interest of just world soccer, this is the best because what do we complain about in all American sports is tanking. And why and why do they have tanking? Because there are no consequences to finishing last. In Europe, there is consequences to finishing last in football. You get de- uh, you get relegated. You don't qualify for European soccer. You don't qualify for the Champions League, which I want to see in the NBA. And then uh, I, 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 I want to see it in the NBA. It. I want to see it in the, not necessarily the MLB, not necessarily the NFL, but I want to see it in the NBA. 100% agree, but you know what? That is what I, that's a, hey, hey. does. That's and a whole nother conversation. <laughs> that's a whole nother conversation. 100%. But all, all, all of this, it was just an unfortunate situation. And you know why that bothered me? Even though, like, all this, the legalities, the, the corruption, the money grabbing, that's all good and well. But if Liverpool would have beaten Manchester United tonight, well, this morning, as of this recording... 
my team, Manchester City, would be crowned champions. So now we got to wait another week and we got to see what things go, how, how things blow over and uh, see about getting another win this weekend to, to crown ourselves champion. Boo-hoo. Well, whatever it is. Boo-hoo. Manchester City! Yeah! <laughs> All right. I but, love uh, it, mate. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know much about soccer. When I learned about soccer, it's um, I, I actually learned from start playing FIFA. Not gonna lie, which I uh, FIFA two thousand four. Great teacher, and that's uh that's what made me want to watch soccer. So, um, I'm sorry if I if I sound like a huge, uh, I don't know, bandwagon fan, but um, Brazil Barcelona baby, Brazil Barcelona <laughs> baby. All right, and this this was before Neymar. This was this was Ronaldo and Ronaldinho and the Pele, origi- the original Ronaldo, Ronaldo, yes, Ronaldinho, Kaka. And it, bro, I hey, that was his name. I know. I hey, no, I, I was bro. But that's a, they say caca. I was I was like bro. I was like fourteen. I laughed my ass off at that. Don't worry about it, bro. We've all done it before. But all no, right. Brazil, Pele, baby. I'm telling. There you go. I'm telling, bro. That, that's kind of Leo, kind of where it started off. So hey, I I hope. Uh, I don't want the Super League to happen. And that's kind of where no, I'm going well, with this it, at the end of the day. It died. At I, the end I, of the day, it died. And we're all better off for it. But so you that, know who's still alive? So that, you know what? I know where you're going with. And I want to say, speaking of bandwagon fans, just like you said. Oh. Phoenix Suns. Oh, my God. There's so many. First time in 11 years, we are playing buff, baby. <laughs> I do, look, 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 look. You're not, you're not doing it right. You're not doing it right. You're not doing it right. All right. I'm going to, hey. Let's try this again. I'm going to do this for Danny because I know Danny's going to love this. All right. Finally, the Suns have come back to the playoffs. Wow. We are back. In the playoffs, and ladies and gentlemen, after 11 years, we are making noise. Danny, jump in, baby. Bro, this past week was absolutely out of our minds because not only did we believe in this team at the beginning of the year, but now we have the proof taking on the best of the best in the NBA, coming in strong. We are 100% qualified for the playoffs, and we didn't do it against winning, uh, against losing teams. We didn't do it against people benching all their players. We did it against people fighting for the top spot. And, baby, it feels so, so good to be back in this position. And now you got that top spot. Now you are the best of the best. Well, well, hold on. Time out, time out, time out. Uh, The uh, Utah Jazz won a game yesterday. So they are above us one game. Ooh. Half a game. Half a game. Half a game. It's true, half a game. Which we can make up for tonight. Tonight, after going against a team who literally lost by 57 points. Holy shit. We will go ahead and be taking on the Oklahoma Thunder. And honestly, Danny, I don't want to say it, but I'm going to say it. Lock it in, baby. That's a dub. Lock it in 100%. 
Bro, Chris Paul going up against his former team, going up against the team. MVP. He MVP. MVP. The team that put not only their team's baggage, the city's baggage, the state's baggage on the shoulders of CP3. No, he said, fuck all of this. Right now, he is going to take the Suns demolition squad and take over all of the state of Oklahoma. That's one thing. That's a one thing I want to. I think Monty Williams got a little bit of that baggage, man. Monty Williams, hey, hey, hey. Monty Williams at least carrying the water. At least. It's not. Hey. He, he, be, CP, hey. he be fanning him in the corner. CP3 for MVP? CP3 for MVP? If I had a vote. But Monty Way, Monty Williams, Coach of the Year, hands, hands down, down hands right? Down. It's not no even a matter, fight. Yo, it is not, it's not even a fight, Nobody bro. can make a fucking argument. And hey, 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 I love Chris Paul, and I love what my Phoenix Suns are doing, but I can never take away from being a real, from being a realist. And we both know, and Danny, I think you'll agree with me, Nikolai Jokic is the guy. He, without him, his team would be nothing. And and I think he's proved that with Jamal Murray going down and them still being one of the top teams in the NBA. I will agree with you on that because I judge both the Joker and CP3 on the same level, which is what is the most valuable player? You take away Jokic away from his team, they nope. are absolutely they, nothing. nothing. You but, take away Chris Paul from the Phoenix Suns. We had that fire last year in the bubble. That's still a good team. Exactly. They could. They have. That's a, they, still a good team. They have exactly. A punch, they have a puncher's chance. So that's what I mean. Like Jokic to Denver is one hundred percent absolutely needed. More important than more important CP, than CP3. And, and honestly, I love CP three and bro. He is the Phoenix Suns. Like without him, I don't think we'd be in the playoffs. What? No, 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 no. But but no, no, no. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Go ahead. I think without him, we wouldn't be in the playoffs. We'd be fighting for that play-in seed. We'd be around there. Yeah, I, and, I and, and, seven, and that's eight. that's my point. Yep. I I don't want. Hey, I don't want to fight for that play-in seed. No, no. I want every. I, I want, want the number be. one fucking seed, bro. Yeah. I want to be the best of the best. We've made it very clear that that's us. But I'm still mad we haven't grabbed the backup center. You know what? At this point. I'm not going to argue with management because they have led us in the right direction. If you think this is what we need, if you think this is what's going to happen, even though you and I think the same thing, you know what? They're the ones that are in charge. They're the ones doing the right thing right now. We need now. a big guy. Danny, yes or no? You and I believe we need a no, big no, guy. No, 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 no. Just say yes or no on air. I believe so. Do I we believe need so. a big guy? Yes. We need another big guy. Yes. That's it. But That's all I got. We have made it work without it. Not so that is that that is that is what I will take away from that, because right now, like that is what we've done, and you know what? After back to back losses with the Celtics and the Nets for the first time in months, in months, that the Phoenix Suns have lost back to back games, we have come back and we have beat the best of the best, bro. How hard were the New York Knicks hey. when we came to town? That was an awesome. Oh my God. Wasn't that bro? Nine wins in a row. Going for their 10th straight. And the Suns 
scared the shit out of me. Let's be honest about it. Hey, let's be hey, hey. We didn't start like showing that we were ready to deal with them. It was scary for a while. Uh, that first half, the first, you're not even first. And score, as first we half. keep talking about winning, ladies and gentlemen, we like to do breaking news. We like to do updates on the show. But before we get back into what we're talking about, Danny, what just happened? Right now, we got a final on that game today against the Rockies. The Arizona Diamondbacks are now 15 wins on the season, eight to four, a final today. We're going to, like, we close off winning this series against the Rockies, two to one. Even though we got blown out last night, it's all about the series, baby. One loss is one loss. You're gonna get, you're gonna lose some games. You're gonna get blown out some games. It all it all happens to be how you come back the next day. And we did it in a big way right now. Eight to four. Good victory for this D backs team. Two games above five hundred, bro. You yes, love to sir. see it, bro. The day Arizona is winning. And back to what I was talking about about the Suns making it to playoffs, bro. What do you think? I mean, right now we're the second seed. I believe there's, what, five games left? I believe so. Let me confirm. Ladies and gentlemen, why he checked that, I just wanted to go ahead and bring in some news. Unfortunately, uh, Chris Nader had, um, uh, uh, forgive me if I arthro arthroscopic surgery on his knee. So um, it doesn't sound like he's going to be back, which... Kind of really disappointed me because I loved watching him come off the bench. He was he was a great spark, to be honest with you. So we're gonna miss him. He he was that throw in in that Chris Paul trade. That yeah, people like, hey, exactly. Hey, he's just whatever. Exactly. It it was Chris Paul and Chris and and, and Abdul Nader who was just like, yeah, hey, yeah, no, fuck these guys. You know that that could be a, a Jeopardy question. Like, where did Nader come from? Because a lot of people don't know. People focus him. on Chris Paul. I love him. So as we talk about that, unfortunately, it doesn't seem like we'll have him back. So let's just go ahead and uh, wish him a speedy recovery. And, yes, uh, sir. Hey, we appreciate what hey, you did you for us when you were here. You earned a spot on this team. Hey, we're ready for you to come back. Yes, sir. Uh, no word on Jay Crowder. Unfortunately, he is still injured, so it doesn't look like he will be playing this game. But the game is uh, about uh, 15 minutes away, so we'll go ahead and give you an update on that. Tuesday when we actually have a real uh we're actually a gonna Suns do round table. Well we're gonna do the NFL draft on Tuesday. Yes, sir. But um yeah, we'll go ahead and give you a little bit more information about what's going on with that. So let's go ahead and get into it. Danny, what is the next couple games going on for the Suns? So of course tonight, like you said, in about 15 minutes, gonna take on the Thunder. I'm gonna go ahead and just go ahead and put this in the wind column. I don't think we have anything to worry about. I think Monty Williams himself can jump on the court, shoot a few threes. Let's see what we can do right there and uh, take care of this hey, game. Hey, hey, hey. Every given night. Don't do that, Danny. Don't do I that. Will, you know what? I will do that because the Suns are number one in the NBA. Yes, right now the records doesn't hold because technically we're African, but technically these guys are paper. Whatever. No, I'm not playing this bullshit. We are a 10 times better team than the Thunder, and the Thunder have absolutely no shot. No shot. I'm going to put it in right here. So what you're saying is, hey, put up a shot up for the Suns? Exactly. How much are we going to win by? We are going to win by 20 points. Okay, maybe not that. I'm I'm, going to do because especially this is the NBA. They have a team making run and all this. You know what? I do do get at least an eight-point differential on team. I don't think we go down the last bucket. I think we dribble it out. I think this is going to be a team that we are going to take care of, and we are going to, like, 
you know, move on from, especially coming up on this next schedule, we're going to go ahead and have the Cavaliers, the Atlanta Hawks, and that Knicks team that is going to come by and seeking revenge. I totally agree. So we'll go ahead and see what's going on with that. Danny, give me the record. 3-0. and They're going to take care of the Thunder. They're going to take care of the t- – you know, 4 no. yeah, take care of the Cavs, take care of the Hawks, and reaffirm what we did in Madison Square Garden and show the Knicks that they may have a lot of hype, but we are the real fucking deal. I actually want to totally agree with Danny. I actually kind of think those next four games are going to be it, but I kind of want to go past that. Um, I think the most important game that we're going to play is May 9th. That I, is coming up right now. That was coming up next week, next Sunday. Mother's Day, for those of you listening from, Amer- uh, you know, in the Americas, in the Hispanic culture, we have May 10th as Mother's Day. But you know what? What better to deal the motherfucking ass whooping to the goddamn Lakers? There you go, on Mother's Day. A motherfucking ass woman. I'm not AA. It's shit. I will give you one question before we hop off the Suns subject. Love it. More or less with LeBron returning with the Lakers record, with the Suns record, very likely that we might face them in the first round. Are you worried at all about the Lakers? Yep. Totally worried about the Lakers. I don't care what anybody says. You can make jokes. You can, you know, have your arguments all day. LeBron James, bro. He fucking exists. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what anybody has. The guy knows how to play fucking basketball, bro. And at the end of the day, when you have to deal with someone like that, and then you have another guy in Anthony Davis, one of the top set. Uh, Anthony Davis or uh, or uh, DeAndre Aiden right now? Davis. All day, right? 100%. All day, right? Yeah. Max. Not, and, th- and that was not an insult on Aiden. No, it's not. At all. He has been playing phenomenal. He has been great. And, you know, I've gotten attacked on a couple of times on Facebook for voicing this opinion. But DeAndre Aiden has done a great job. But I would definitely take Davis over him. And I would actually still take Cat over him. I know he I know he plays better oh, no, defense I would, than Cat. No, I, 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 I but, mean, yeah. You know, I think our show will um, always get heat for that. Oh, 100%. Because uh, no, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I think we both agree on that. I think the uh, respect and love and mutual friendship that Cat uh, and Devin Booker have. Yep. That I think if Cat came here, bro, he would, bro, his first game would be a 20 and 20 effort. Like, not, not even a question. I, yep. I, bro, because he would be happy. To be here, who wouldn't be having to play Chris Paul? Imagine Chris Paul dishing to Cat in that's the paint. Point. Oh my goodness. That's my point. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, no, that's what we're talking about. Um, Danny went ahead and sent a 4 0. I'm going to go ahead and say 4 0 as well. But I think the next game after that is going to be the tough one where it's going to be the Lakers and the Suns. And then I know this guy is. I mean, I know he stepped up recently, but he stepped up in a tremendous way. And, yeah, no, playing against the Warriors against Steph Curry is going to be a tough, tough thing. But 
at the end of the day, the Suns are in the playoffs, and we are happy for that, right? 100%. When that happened, and I'll share with you guys, I shared it with you that day, even though we knew this team was hot, even though we knew, like, hands down a month ago, we knew the Suns were going to the playoffs no matter what. But just that that moment where it's like it's over, it is official, it is clinched. The Suns are heady. They can lose all the games from here on to the end of the season, but they are going to the playoffs. Bro, that feeling that came over, that weight lifted bro, off our shoulders. We handled that so well, too. Bro. Like, I just, I just remember, I didn't freak out. Like, I, I didn't, like, like, I didn't flip. I didn't get, like, super drunk. I just was like, hey. It just feels good. Right? Just it knowing. Just felt so good knowing it's over. And I know Max has that shit every fucking season as a Green Bay Packers fan. Do you know what it's like? Just knowing. To watch, just, to hey. watch playoff football without your team in it? Like, hey, hey, hey. I do, actually. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't. Hey. Uh, unfortunately, recently, yeah. I mean, no, because uh, you guys, you you guys were about? in the playoffs. What do you mean? No, you I lost mean, the, the NFC championship. Two years we got we got the NFC championship, but but that's uh, in the oh, playoffs. Though. I'm sorry, my fault. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying. Before that, we had hey, a bro, couple years. We I don't make- drink tap water, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't. I just never. What the fuck? This is not bottled water. <laughs> we missed the playoffs for two for two straight years before that. Oh, two years. Oh, my goodness. That what is was, true. Before you. What was it like for those two long years? Very hey, depressing, hey, hey, Danny. Goodness. Thank hey, you hey. for asking. Those two years he was missing playoffs. I was too busy winning the Super Bowl. So I don't remember. Oh, my God. You son <laughs> of a- Yeah, baby. Fly, Eagles. Fly. I'm out of here. <laughs> Fuck this. I'm done. Ah. Oh, my goodness. Guys. It has been an absolute pleasure to have you back. Jeremy, thank you for coming by once again. Max, we have missed you so much here on the microphones. And uh, we are going to definitely break down the NFL draft coming up this week. We're actually, We're actually going to break it out uh, tomorrow. We are going to have a live on uh, on the on the show to be able to like talk about everything, go, everything that went on. And all the aftermath because like in, apart from other drafts, we have not seen a lot of aftermath 24 hours after it so we're gonna see what happens on monday everybody back to the office everybody back sober so we'll see all the gms going i don't know about you know steve kime or anything hey but, well, uh, we'll see how they feel about their <laughs> picks afterwards we'll all have conversations we'll all have controversy uh especially the packers especially the packers there's a lot of drama going on in the packers organization we will I get into that tomorrow to break that down right now we are about to go off Thank you so much, Jeremy. Final thoughts. Yeah, my final thought is, hey, let's go, sons. I am extremely happy with what we got going on. I'm extremely excited about the game. Let's keep it going, and let's hope that we can keep the Valley proud. Max, your final thought. What you got? Yeah, man, I can't wait to discuss the Packers. Uh, and, uh, yeah, go sons. Number, almost number one. We're going to do it. We're going to make it happen. I love, love it. it. 100% agree with both you guys, and I'm just going to go ahead and cap off this hat trick by saying, let's go, Suns. Let's pick up this victory. Let's claim that number one spot. Ow, and ow, let's ow. march our way into these playoffs. We'll see you guys tomorrow, Monday, when we break off our NFL 
draft record, see what we got going on. Until then, I've been Danny. I've been with Jeremy and with Max Powers. We'll see you guys next time on Sticks and Kids. Yeah, baby, let's go.